Chapter 18, Climb Sirius can't help but admit that simply laying in his own bed again makes him feel more grounded to whatever's become of his life now. Remus seems to sense it, though Sirius never speaks to it, and he urges Sirius to it every night without fail. What surprises Sirius more is that the other man stays there too, Sirius expecting him to try to disappear to the sofa again, but he doesn't. Sirius begins to make an unconscious habit of charting out pathways between freckles and counting eyelashes to keep the boredom at bay, though if he's honest, he's never really bored in these moments. Teddy comes back for several days, still blue-haired and entertaining. Sirius likes to watch and listen to him as he talks to Remus, enjoying the fantastical stories he tells his father, his hands moving as he speaks, creating pictures with small fingers. Sirius quickly becomes enchanted. On the second night he's there, his mother appears on the other side of the door, all bright smiles, arms loaded down with crisps and cakes. They're having a game night, something Sirius hadn't completely believed when Remus had first told him. Sirius hovers in the background, trying his best not to pull the other man's focus, simply observing in curiosity. They have fun together, laughing and joking, throwing out easy taunts, touching, acting like a proper family, like the Potters, and Sirius doesn't understand. While Teddy is present in the flat, Sirius remains in the background as much as possible, letting Remus have time with his son, something Sirius has discovered is clearly important to him. He doesn't always succeed, never having done well with blending into his surroundings, always managing to stand out and draw attention to himself, but after watching the family together, he finds this easier to achieve, still puzzling over it. Nights are when Sirius gets to let himself go, stop pretending he doesn't exist, him and Remus laying across from one another over the mattress, the other man allowing him to spill all his unsaid words from the day. What's wrong? asks Remus unexpectedly the last night Teddy is there. The room is dark around them, only the hazy yellow glow that manages to creep between the drapes offering any sort of light. Sirius frowns, pulling himself from his deep thoughts. What are you talking about, he says in bemusement. I'm fine. No, you're not, counters Remus, his tone light, airy, only carrying a hint of concern. Normally, by now, you're chattering my ears off until they're screaming, but you've been quiet since we came in here. Even today, you were mostly silent, which is strange. I'm beginning to figure you out, Sirius. His mouth twitches in the smallest of smiles that Sirius can just make out in the pale light coating their forms. Sirius snorts. I doubt that very much, he says with a jesting edge, and Remus chuckles, shaking the bed a bit beneath them. As he sobers, Sirius narrows his eyes at him thoughtfully. I have a question, but I'm not sure how you'll take it, he hedges. Remus doesn't respond, his eyebrows lifting, one corner of his lips tilting upwards invitingly, and Sirius exhales a breath. You and Dora. Teddy. You all seem so, happy together, and I can't figure it out. Divorced. Most divorced couples I've ever run across don't act like you two do. Something curious flashes through Remus's eyes, too shadowed to pick out the brown of his irises. No, he murmurs. Not divorced. Separated, then. 
Remus only shakes his head, his mouth twitching again, and Sirius's frown deepens, his brow furrowing. I don't understand. Remus releases an amused-sounding huff of breath. We were never married, Sirius. But Teddy. Believe it or not, that marriage isn't actually a requirement for the kid thing. Shocked me, too. Sirius rolls his eyes and grumbles under his breath, pulling a more vocal laugh from Remus. Teddy was an accident, as much as I hate calling him that. He was never our intention, but I've not regretted it once. His gaze travels over Sirius's face, studying him for a moment as he pauses. Dora is a lesbian, Sirius, and I'm gay. Well, maybe. I don't really know, but labels are, complicated. They tie people to something that might not be completely true. People like who they like. I don't see why that has to be something that requires some sort of identification. Remus sighs a little and twists until he's on his back, staring at the ceiling, Sirius watching him avidly. Story time, he angles, and Sirius nods in agreement. Dora has been my best friend since I was four. Her mom and my dad are Wixen, connected somehow while they were at school, made a friendship out of it that carried on. My mom is a muggle, and Dora's dad is muggle-born, so they hit it off well. They moved in next door to us right after Dora was born because my family was, struggling, needed the support of people who didn't care much about certain things, so she and I grew up together. Neither of us attended Hogwarts. Our parents taught us instead, continues Remus, eyes still firmly fixed on the ceiling. We never really interacted with other children more than just in passing. My parents had their reasons, and her mother had family issues she was trying to protect Dora from encountering, so we only ever really had each other. As we got older and our parents loosened the reins a bit, we started venturing out into the world, learning how to hold conversations with people around our age that weren't each other. We dated, but it was, confusing. Remus stops for a few seconds, glancing at Sirius and then holding his gaze. We were trying to figure things out, and we thought maybe we could do that better with one another than anyone else. We trusted each other more than anything, so we experimented. It was, fine, never phenomenal, and she'd say the same, obviously, but we kept at it, hacking away at what was right and what wasn't. And then. Then Teddy, finishes Sirius when Remus trails off. And then Teddy, echoes Remus a little distantly, but he smiles at Sirius. The very best part of my life, and I'll never think differently, but I also won't lie and tell you it wasn't rattling and shocking. Terrifying. I was 22, Dora barely 18, both of us with our toes barely in the world around us. We had no business with a child or being parents, and it was a steep hill to climb, those months leading up to his birth and even after, but Teddy changed everything. It's like he opened our eyes, made us see what was important. Everything else took on a background life. Sirius hums a little, eyes scouring Remus's face, soaking up the devotion he finds there to the boy sleeping soundly down the hall. That's what James said about Harry, he says quietly. Nothing else mattered as much when he looked at him. It all just dissolved away for a while. Remus continues to stare at him, his eyes focused but also distant, an intriguing thing that fascinates Sirius. Yeah, he breathes after a bit. 
It does. They fall to silence after that, listening to the soft sounds of the building creaking around them, both a bit lost. Eventually, Sirius props up a little, settling his head in his hand, elbow planted in his pillow. One more question, he puts forth, and Remus makes a small sound in encouragement. What's with the hair? Remus blinks at him and then he's laughing, his head rolling back, hands clutching at his stomach. Sirius can't find it in himself to feel indignant at the reaction or to stop him. 